Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. The following is a presentation of the Believe Podcast Network. It's time for the Believe in Ole Miss Podcast. With your host, Brad Logan, your home for Ole Miss sports. To be a part of the show, email the show at brad.logan at loganmedianetwork.com or shoot him a DM on Twitter at bradlogancote. Download the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. Please subscribe, rate, and leave a review online. And now, from the vault. To the pavilion, to Swayze Field. It's all Ole Miss, all the time. Here's your host, Brad Logan. Football might be over for the season, but basketball is in full steam for both pro and college hoops. From all the Levy Stodds, totals, player performance props, or where the next fired coach is going to land, BetOnline is the number one spot for all of your sports betting needs. Head on over to the website and use your mobile devices and sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE to get started. That's B-L-E-A-V and get started today. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline's your number one sport for hockey, boxing, and UFC odds right to the Olympic coverage, the best in the business. From sports right down to your Vegas, Vegas casino games, BetOnline is your number one online wagering destination. BetOnline, the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports and play your favorite games. BetOnline, where the game starts. And welcome into this week's show. And since we last spoke, uh, Ole Miss has been a bit of a skid in baseball. But over the last three days, they kind of got it together out on the plains, took two or three from Auburn after uh, having a couple of miscues in the midweek. As it stands, the Rebels were ranked number one in the country. We'll see where the polls come out. Uh, Obviously, that number one ranking is pretty insignificant now. Uh, It's down the road where you're interested in where the Rebels will fall in regards to ranking. The important thing for Ole Miss, two of three on the Plains. We'll get into it a little bit later on in the broadcast. You look at the Ole Miss women's basketball program, uh, Coach Joe had a great season. Shakir Austin will be headed to the WNBA, and it'll be a bit of a rebuild for this basketball team. They fall in the first round to a really good South Dakota team, 75-61. to We'll talk about the future for Coach Joe at Ole Miss and what's going to have to happen to keep her because I can assure you there are going to be suitors calling. Uh, she's done a, a great job in Oxford and uh, the women's basketball program on a definite upward uh, trajectory. The men's basketball program since we last visited, Coach Kermit Davis received the vote of confidence from Athletic Director Keith Carter, which means it looks like Kermit Davis will be back for another year. We said on this show the last time we spoke that we thought that Kermit Davis would be back, and it appears to be that way. 
There are a couple of ways that we'll talk about later on the show about why that happened. Uh, there are a lot of uh, variables that go into play, but Kermit Davis will be back. On the on the football side of things, we definitely want to talk about a transfer from SMU. We'll be coming in to help that Ole Miss backfield, uh, running backfield. And uh, something that uh, the transfer portal continues to give to Ole Miss. And we'll get into recruiting a little bit. Also, the offensive line. What happens with Nick Broker at left tackle? Uh, David Johnson, we've talked about it before. Uh, David Johnson reporting that, that, that uh, Nick Broker will move down to left guard. A lot of that is because of necessity. But I think more than anything, it's, it's going to help his draft stock being able to play that left guard slot. So we'll talk a little bit about football, maybe take an early peek at the schedule and then get you some information about what's going on with spring practice and so forth. And then, of course, uh, one thing I wanted to bring up real quickly, uh, Jamie Tractor, the head uh, softball coach, uh, takes her team to Starkville. They lose three. They're swept by Mississippi State, and and quite frankly, Mississippi State is not a great team. So uh, could be a combination of things. Maybe that non-conference schedule wasn't as, as tough as we thought. Uh, the Rebel softball team swept on the road at Mississippi State. Not good. Uh, so let's get into it. We want to thank our good friends at Bet Online. Be sure and go over to uh, check out the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports and play your favorite games. Bet Online, where the game starts. We also invite you to log on over to reps247.com. There's a lot of recruiting information going on right now. Uh, there's a ton of baseball information. The whole crew. Jared Redding, David Johnson, Chris Brooks, Tyler Comas doing a great job covering Ole Miss. Is spring practice right around the corner. Baseball is in full swing, and uh, you never know what you might catch. The message board community is great as well. That's reps247.com, an affiliate of 247 Sports. We'll get into all the action that's going on with Ole Miss Athletics right after this as you listen to the Believe in Ole Miss podcast on the Believe Network. It is a place which exerts an extraordinary pull on all who have walked its hallowed ground. Thousands come each year, and yet no one ever really leaves. Ole Miss is for life. A major university with the familiar intimacy of family. Friendships that are more than friendships. Moments that are more than moments. An autumn celebration on a Saturday afternoon in the Grove. Contests waged and triumphs savored. With our largest freshman class, soaring honors college, national reputation for academics and research, our pride is overflowing. Today, more than ever, for all who have ever called this magical place home, you never leave Ole Miss. Welcome back to the Believe in Ole Miss podcast with your host, Brad Logan. Want to be a part of the program? Just email the show at brad.logan at loganmedianetwork.com or shoot him a DM on Twitter at bradlogancote. Whether it's touchdown Ole Miss or showers and right, it's all Ole Miss all the time. And now back to the show. 
And welcome back into the show. Let's start with baseball. And you look at what Ole Miss did over the weekend against Auburn. A win is a win is a win. And there are some things you can look at, I think particularly starting pitching, that you're going to have to address. The offense was there. Now, you win the game 13-6. to You kind of just have a, a lapse as this is a Thursday, Friday, Saturday series. Losing 19-5, to walking, I think, eight and all eight scored. So, it's just a disaster. But come back and win 15-2 to on the, on the Saturday game, the final game of the series. You win two out of three. And that's all you can ask to do, I think, on the road in the SEC. I mean, you really just you can't get upset with that. But I think a lot of people were upset because you lose the final game against Oral Roberts. Now, you win the series – Two to one, but you lose that final game uh, eight to four. You turn around and lose on the road at Southeastern Louisiana, five to one. So Ole Miss fans are a little bit, you know, a little bit miffed, I guess you could say. The number one ranking kind of hanging over your head. But, you know, like we talked about earlier, you win two of three on the road against Auburn, and that's all you can ask for. Right now, the Rebels stand two and one in the conference and 15 and four overall. You know, still. In, in perfect position to be a national seed. So, I mean, it's, it's not anything, I think, to, to, to throw your arms up in the air about. But I do think there are some issues on the team. And I think a lot of it's going to be starting pitching. What, what does Ole Miss do? Because, you know, John Gaddis decided, you know, Mike Bianco decided would be the Thursday night pitcher. They hit him hard. Uh, Derek Diamond was hit pretty hard on Friday. Obviously, you know, the score. And Ole Miss loses that game big. So what happens at this point? What do you do for the remainder of the year? Uh, you know, the good news is Jack Doherty looked looked good on Saturday, the final game, and, and got the got the win one to nothing. Pitched really well, limiting Auburn to only two runs and nine hits. So if you can get that type, you know, Jack Doherty was hit pretty good, has been hit, you know, earlier in the year pretty good. So if you can get that type of production uh, on the Sunday, we'll, we'll I mean, it's a three game series. We'll I always call it a Sunday game. So, in this case, it was Saturday. But it, if you can get that type of production, I mean, that's something that, that Coach Mike Bianco has to be appreciative of. But the injury bug is something you have to talk about. T.J. McCants goes down with a little bit of a hamstring. He tells David Kellum at the end of the game that, you know, he, he does not give any prognosis whatsoever. But they took him out. And, of course, Hudson Sapp, who I had to look up on the roster. He wasn't quite sure who he was. Hits one off the wall. One eye. This team's offensive firepower is incredible. Sapp gets two RBIs after the big hit off the wall. Rebels win 15-2. That was the third game. T.J. McCants also had a hit, had a big game. Had two hits, actually, in the game. Had an RBI. But the man of the day was Peyton Chagney. Three hits, three RBIs, big game. What about Tim Elko? We've talked about Tim Elko on the show, striking out a ton. Three for five, four RBI. Had a big game. So, Rebels played really well on that Saturday. You look back at the Friday game, and the Rebels lose 19-5. And it was a game where Auburn got up early. Uh, got up eight to one in the sixth inning. They would, of course, make that lead all the way out to nineteen to five. But we talked about how many walks Ole Miss uh, 
Miss give, uh, gave Auburn. Derek Diamond took the loss. He's now 3-1 of the year. But the Rebels just didn't play well. Across the board. But like we said, if you can somehow get two or three on the road, regardless of how this Auburn team figures out to end the year or whatever, I think they'll you know the Rebels can look back and, and at least be somewhat happy going on the road. Uh, from the plate, just didn't do a whole lot. Justin Bench uh, had a couple of hits. T.J. McCants, again, has come on pretty heavy. Had a couple of hits. After that, that was it. No one else did anything on the second game of the series. And you look at the opening game where Ole Miss wins that game 13-6. to And the Rebels came out really hot. Would eventually tie the game, or Auburn would tie the game in the second inning. But after that, Ole Miss would really extend that lead. T.J. McCants uh, scoring. And uh, they would open up that game. 13 to 6. Kind of looking at those offensive numbers. Uh, big game by Jacob Gonzalez. Uncharacteristically, has made some errors this year. That The fielding is, is one thing I think Ole Miss is going to have to address down the road. It has not been as crisp as, as it normally is. Peyton Chattanier, three hits uh, on the night. Tim Elko had a hit. Justin Bench had a couple of hits. Uh, looking across the RBIs, Reagan Burford, uh, Burford had a big day. Two, a big day. Two hits, two RBIs. Uh, Hayden Leatherwood, uh, two hits, two RBIs. So uh, the Rebels taking care of Auburn. So looking at this uh, this Ole Miss team now going forward at Memphis, that's at AutoZone. And by the way, and you might need to check OleMissSports.com, part of the Rebel road trip is going to be in Memphis uh, this coming Tuesday, the 22nd. So it's uh, definitely something you might want to check out. I want to say Coach uh, Lane Kiffin will be – in attendance along with uh, some other coaches and administrators. So definitely something you might want to check out. 6 p.m. is first pitch from AutoZone Park. Uh, there's going to be a makeup game at Oxford uh, the following Wednesday, March 23rd, as uh, the Memphis Tigers will return that trip. Interesting to see um, how the Rebels play, who's going to pitch. Uh, we've seen a lot of different arms in some of these mid- midweek games. And, uh, you know, we'll see. It's, you know, you hate to say – It'd be too terribly critical of a team this early in the season that's 15 and four and two and one in the conference, but there has been some issues with starting pitching, and uh, it'll be interesting to see who Mike starts uh, next weekend against Tennessee. Uh, the, the Volunteers are hot; uh, they come into Oxford. Uh, there'll be a Friday, Saturday, Sunday game: uh, 6:30, 7 o'clock, and 1:30. The uh, Saturday game will be a, I guess you want to call it a national broadcast, and it will be broadcasted on the SEC Network. Taking a look at this Tennessee baseball team, uh, it is definitely one that has had some success this year. They will at least be coming in as the number two team in the country after um, taking care of South Carolina, sweeping the Gamecocks. Uh, the Gamecocks, well, they've really fallen off over the last couple of years. Winning that uh, Sunday game 10 to nothing. Tennessee 19-1. and uh, Coming in to, to Oxford, 3-0 and in the SEC. And, and check that, uh, March 22nd on this coming Tuesday, they'll be hosting Butler. So uh, there's a chance that uh, the Volunteers will actually have their 20th win coming to Oxford. Nonetheless, they'll have a non-conference game against Butler 
in Knoxville at 6.30. So, uh, Tennessee and Ole Miss, it will be two of the preeminent teams in the Southeastern Conference, at least record-wise, going at it this weekend. And uh, a big weekend for Ole Miss. A big weekend and a good opportunity for Ole Miss as it faces at least a top-five-ranked Tennessee team. They may be the number one ranked team in the country. I'll be honest, because I don't. I think Ole Miss probably falls down, but Tennessee will be coming in probably twenty and one, three and zero in the conference, and that is uh, superb. Have to give a lot of credit to this Tennessee baseball team. Let's take a look at some of the stats for this this volunteer team and see what Ole Miss is going to be facing. They just flat out hit the baseball. I'll say this. 11 hitters are batting over 300. and Well, that have played at least, what, 16 games. Got to, I mean, you look at it and, you know, Jared Dickey, 429 from the plate. Trey Lipscomb, 373. Jorel Ortega, 350. Seth Stevenson, 348. Evan Russell, 343. Jordan Beck, 338. Needless to say, this team's got some pop. You know, Lipson's already got nine home runs. Dickey's got five. Ortega, three. Stevenson, two. Russell, six. I mean, this team is really seeing the ball well. So, Ole Miss will have its hands full, to say the least. And if they roll out Gaddis on Friday night, he's got to pitch better than he did in the opening night against Auburn. Going to have to pitch it a lot better. Derek Diamond, if he goes on Saturday, has got to throw better. It could very well be a 20-19 to 19 game <laughs> this weekend at some point. I expect there will be a ton of offense. But standing in the way, uh, of course, Ole Miss will have to face Tennessee this weekend, but they've got Memphis on Tuesday and Wednesday. So good opportunity to get some wins uh, for Ole Miss in the midweek. Got a big challenge coming up with the Tennessee Volunteers coming in. Women's who lost to South Dakota 75-61 in the NCAA Women's Basketball Tournament. And uh, a really good season for Head Coach Yo and uh, her, their basketball team. The Rebels finished 23-9 on the season. That's 10-6 and in the conference. And this is a team that went 0-16 not long ago in the conference. Say it was a turnaround is an understatement. You know, I remember watching this team last year when it very well could have beaten Tennessee on the road. Now, that last year wasn't a great year record-wise, but you almost saw a spark. I guess you could say you almost felt like this is a team that could get over the hump, and they eventually did. I expect Coach Joe to hit the portal, continue to recruit high schools hard. The question is, is will she be in Oxford? I don't think there's any doubt that there are going to be suitors uh, coming after her. The question is, is how is the post-season interview going to go with or evaluation period going to go with uh, Keith Carter, the athletic director? Is there going to be any type of financial pa- financial package offered to Coach Joe? Is there going to be you know some changes in regard to the structure of her contract? I don't know. Um, I definitely think that uh, she should uh, be very pleased with how this season played out. I, there's no doubt that I expect that uh, she probably wishes or probably would like to have that game back against South Dakota. Rebels just didn't play well. But I think it's an opportunity to, you know, to really grow from that. You know, that last game of the SEC tournament, Ole Miss beat 
Florida. At that point, the, the Gators were ranked 23rd to beat them 70-60. to 60. Played Carolina really well. You know, they, they, were, they were down, I think, 25 points. Came back and lost that game 61-51. to 51. Uh, Of course, Carolina, top-ranked Carolina in the SEC tournament in Nashville. So, you know, Coach O's got some, uh, got some building blocks. You know, a lot of people were, were in attendance this year at some basketball games, and, you know, that's historically not a very big attended sport at Ole Miss. At least it hadn't been from since Van Chancellor was the coach. Maybe when Carol Ross was the head coach back in 07-08 when the team made it to the Final Four. But there were some, some games this year, particularly the Georgia game, where it was a really nice crowd, the Tennessee game. Really, really good crowd. So it's an opportunity for uh, Coach O to build on that. Definitely something to keep an eye on, to, to see how that meeting goes, to see if there's some information that leaks out. I have no doubt that she enjoys being the head coach at Ole Miss. But sometimes, you know, maybe some opportunities out there. And uh, I think a lot of it has to do what type of financial package Ole Miss wants to do versus what Coach O uh, would like to have. At the end of the day, uh, I think Ole Miss fans would like to have her stick around because she's done a heck of a job with this program that was absolutely left for dead. Ole Miss softball, definitely something to monitor here. You know, you know, coming in, Ole Miss was 21-4, and four, and you thought they would go at least have a pretty good you know, opportunity to win at least two out of three on the road against, you know, not a great Mississippi State team. They lost all three. Now 21-7 and seven overall, maybe – you know, this non-conference schedule wasn't as good as we thought, or maybe it wasn't as strong as it probably should have been. At the end of the day, you know, going on the road and, and facing a team uh, like Mississippi State that has not, you know, had a very good year up until this point, losing a tough one 9-8. to eight. In fact, Mississippi State walked that one off, I think. And then, of course, they lose the game on Saturday 7-3 to three and was completely shut out today. Uh, six to nothing. So credit Mississippi State. They played hard. Did a nice job in sweeping Ole Miss. On the flip side, uh, not a good way to start the conference slate. And uh, just very disappointing start for Coach Jamie Tractor in this, uh, this Ole Miss softball team. So, you know, if you're an Ole Miss fan, you hope they can get it turned around. But that's a really poor start and not the direction you want to go to start the year. And, of course, spring football right around the corner. And the Rebels got some pretty big news. SMU running back Ulysses Bentley IV is transferred from SMU and will be a part of this Ole Miss football program. So that running back room, when, you know, you look at it and Jaron Neely heads the NFL, Snoop Conner heads the NFL, Henry Parrish heads to Florida, I'm sorry, Miami, uh, with uh, Kevin Smith as running back coach. Then all of a sudden you look around, it's just Kentrell Bullock. <laughs> and maybe a couple of high school players. Now uh, that transfer portal has completely changed because Ole Miss has Zach Evans, the five-star, at least former five-star running back from TCU coming in. Uh, Bentley, of course, uh, we just talked about him. you got Kentrell Bullock uh, that's, that's going to be, to, to be a, a player to, to watch for sure. And uh, it's definitely – changed over the last couple of months you look at Bentley he led the American Athletic Conference uh, during the 2020 season started 14 games for SMU the last two seasons so uh, we talked about TCU running back to Zach Evans who transferred over uh, Bentley's going to be uh, definitely someone that's probably going to see some action this year 
as well. Uh, had 19, uh, uh, 913 rushing yards and set an SMU freshman rushing record with 11 touchdowns during that 2020 season. So, uh, by the way, owned uh, co-rookie of the year honors uh, in the conference for that uh, performance. So, started eight games for SMU last season. Um, second on the team with 610 rushing yards, four touchdowns, and uh, had a really big year. Caught some out of the backfield, too. 21 passes, four, 174 yards, and touchdown. So, uh, there's no doubt Ole Miss is going to be uh, looking for a number of different players on offense, and running back is going to be one of them. We talked earlier about Nick Broker and that offensive line. Uh, I think if you look at that offensive front, moving Nick Broker down means one thing, that, that Ole Miss is going to feel very, very good about Mason Brooks, the transfer, the transfer from Western Kentucky, playing the left tackle slot. And that just means really good news for Ole Miss, especially in regards to depth. So then what happens at center? I think it could be an opportunity where Ole Miss goes to the transfer portal and finds a center. Uh, maybe, you know, there may be somebody out there because right now you look at right guard and Caleb Warren's going to play. Left guard, uh, center, you know, Eli Acker's probably going to play at, somewhere, at some point too. Uh, Jeremy James has got the right tackle slot locked down. So uh, that's an opportunity to look at kind of that offensive line and uh, we'll get into the defense maybe down the road a little bit. Uh, but everybody's going to be looking at that Jack quarterback battle. Jackson Dart and Luke Altmeyer. And from all the videos that I've seen and everybody that I've spoken to, Luke Altmeyer's been really working hard. So if you think he's just going to roll over and allow Jackson Dart to be the starter, you're sorely mistaken. Let's, let's, let's kind of remember something that Luke Altmeyer came into the Sugar Bowl wearing a, you know, a hat and uh, holding a clipboard and wearing a headset. Had no intentions of playing in the Sugar Bowl. Neither did he have any intentions of playing at Auburn or at Tennessee. It just so happens he was thrown into three of the most crazy environments you could imagine. So I think he'll be ready. And I think it's going to be a battle. And I'm definitely not one that thinks that uh, he's going to roll over. And I'm definitely not one to think that it's going to be just handed to to Jackson Dart either. A lot of exciting times coming for this Ole Miss football team next year. And I think for Ole Miss fans, you're going to really enjoy uh, this football team for a lot of reasons. There's going to be a lot of offensive firepower. There's going to be a lot of brand new names. And a lot of people are excited to see this team at spring, just to see how far the quarterbacks have come. I think more importantly, just see all those new faces and have a chance to see a team that fresh off another opportunity to play in the Sugar Bowl. <laughs> What's this season going to hold? There's no telling. Part of the show today brought to you by University Traditions. You can check them out online at universitytraditions.biz. And then on Twitter, that's at UNIV Traditions. And I can tell you right now, Ole Miss fans are a select few hats that, uh, that they've got left. And if you'll use the promo code BRAD, you'll get 10% off your order right now. They've got all types of hats. It's got the patch on the front. They've got the trucker-style hats. But my favorite is the low-profile uh, hat, and it lays down perfectly. It's a great opportunity to buy a gift for uh, maybe that friend of yours that's a, that's a Rebel fan, maybe a family member, if you need to just buy a, a gift for yourself. UniversityTraditions.biz, at UNIV Traditions on Twitter. And go by, check out the website, shop today, use the promo code BRAD, 
Save you 10% and get you a really cool hat. Today's show is also brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports. Play your favorite games. Right now, NCAA tournament, NBA, so many opportunities for you to bet. And uh, remember, head on over to the website, use your mobile device, and sign up today. Receive a bonus. Receive a bonus today. Just use the promo code BLEAV, B-L-E-A-V. And remember, the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports, play your favorite games, betonline.ag. Thanks very much for being part of the show today. Excited to see uh, what happens with this baseball team. Big series coming up against Tennessee, the midweek series, back-to-back games against the Memphis Tigers. We'll have all the action, all the recaps right here on the Believe in Ole Miss podcast, part of the Believe Network. Believe in Ole Miss podcast with your host, Brad Logan. Download the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. Please subscribe, rate, and leave a review online. Be sure and check us out on Twitter at Brad Logan C-O-T-E and at Believe Podcasts, as well as Facebook, Brad Logan Media. From the vault to the pavilion to Swayze Field, it's all Ole Miss all the time. This has been the Believe in Ole Miss podcast, a presentation of the Believe Podcast Network. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.